Hey. What? Did you get them? I may have distracted him with the kiss and snuck them out of his jacket. My mall. Let's go. What's Sam researching now? Uh, I think he's just cataloging books right now. Ah, now this, Sandra, this is just the kind of relaxation we needed after the day we've had. Oh, Carly, we've got someone in the back seat again. Oh, bloody hell. Oh, it's you. Sorry. I didn't see you there. Don't mind the demon blade. All right. Well, you know Dean's house rules and baby. Driver picks the music, shotgun shuts his cake hole, and the ones in the back enjoy the ride, idling in the Impala. Hello, and welcome to our test drive of idling in the Impala. I'm Sandra. I'm Carly. And this is a podcast by and for lovers of Supernatural and Supernatural fanfics. Okay, so we are both watchers and fans of the show Supernatural. And we're also super fans of stars Jared Padalecki and Jensen Ackles. I know personally I've been listening to lots of podcasts on the subject of Supernatural like episode reactions, breakdowns, uh, but I haven't been able to find anything that recommended a particular fan fiction that I am a big fan of. So if you stick around, um, you'll realize quite quickly that I am a Dean girl. I love Dean-centric fan fanfics. Uh, it doesn't really matter what the ship or the pairing or the aspect is. Um, it could be Dusty it could be Wincest, it could be By Curious Dean, Demon Dean, Mark McCain Dean. I really like Mark McCain Dean. AU Dean. Um, if it feels like Dean, and the writer gets the essence of my favorite Winchester from the get-go, then you've got me. I'm hooked. So Carly, you are here for what reason? I'm here to make sure that we get a little bit of salmon here mm-hmm. to balance out all of your Dean, because my baby needs some love. Mm-hmm. I am a Sam girl, 100% through and through. Fell in love with the height, stayed for the hair. <laughs> That's exactly how it goes. Um, I don't really have any preference on pairings. I will read pretty much anything and everything. Um, like you, Sandra, I like it. I need it to feel like the character. You know, even mm-hmm. if it's AU, I still prefer it to feel like the person, mm-hmm. to feel like Sam or feel like Dean. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't really matter who's doing what with who. <laughs> I'll read it either way. As long as it's got a good story and I feel like it's something that one of the characters would do i'm in for it yeah so. i've noticed too like my um my interests in fan fiction have gone beyond what i thought i um i i, I would enjoy so it's it's definitely ao3 mm. is the place place to be yeah because <laughs> we're that um, that's it you start out you start out all normal in, <laughs> in quote marks normal oh, what's normal? yeah what's normal yeah yeah and then you end up down a rabbit hole going oh god yeah, wow. how did I end up like, here? But I'm glad I I'm glad I got here. <laughs> yeah, there are tags that I didn't know even existed when I first started on AO3, and now I have Team Dean's red ass bookmarked. You know what? Um, one thing I would like to do in in the future, I really need some sort of like shorthand explanation, like um, shortcuts, like understanding or dictionary, like of what the different 
some of these different tags are because I feel very um, naive and innocent when I, there's one tag in particular, and I'm not going to say what it is now. I have no idea what it means. And I've seen it in a few fix and I kind of don't go to those fix because I don't know what I'm going to get in for. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, maybe we'll save that for like an episode of like certain tags that are just like, you know, tags we never knew we'd love. Maybe we could do something like that or whatever. Yeah. But it's, it's one the of those things. The Dean Winchester guide to tags on yeah. AO3. Yeah, and we can, we, you know, I'm, I'm sure we can have plenty of Sam ones in there too that, you know, we didn't know. Sam um, handling. That's my favorite tag. <laughs> I have the team Dean Winchester's red ass bookmark, but Sam handling is my favorite tag. And can I tell you, I never knew that that was a tag until you just said that. So now I'm going to have to add that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. I found it. I found it on a Sam, uh, a Sam and Reader fic. Okay. Um, and it was tagged Sam Handling, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's the word for it! That's the word for my king! I have that one." Yeah, but just make your own tags up for your yeah. fix. Yeah, I love those. I love those two of the ones. Some of them can be like really long, but and mm. I'm just I'm I'm never seeing them again, and I'm just like, okay, I know that they're just doing it just to do it, but still, I yeah, I yeah, yeah, we need to get into tags. Tags is to be a thing because I need I need a tutorial and like how to tag my stuff better. <laughs> so we we definitely need to add that to um yeah our list of things to discuss. Um, yep. So as you can tell, um, Carly and I are still figuring out this podcast format. Um, one aspect that is probably going to be a part of if it's not every episode, almost all the episodes is something that um, we've titled Cannon Fodder. So this is where. I or Carly or both will have fanfic recommendations um, and all of them will be pulled from Archive of Our Own or AO3. Uh, there'll be an intro, info about the author, a summary that I just take directly from AO3 just to give you an idea of what you're in for. And again, like reading some of the tags and then an excerpt of the fanfic. So if it's something we've both read and enjoyed, we may have a short discussion afterwards, but some of these just may be recorded in advance. Um, Today, we've got two fanfic recs um, and just a warning. Um, we like our fix, if you couldn't already tell by our discussion, on the mature and explicit side. Okay, so the very first author that I would like to talk about is thoughts like a minefield they go by incog ninja on ao3 archive of our own i use that primarily for all of my fiction searches now i started a little bit with fanfiction.net i went on to tumblr um, and actually tumblr is kind of where i learned of ao3 through a lot of the authors that i began reading and bookmarking on there so Thoughts Like a Minefield, Incogninja, this author just gets Dean um, in a way that I fell in love with their writing from the get-go. They have an interesting take on a lot of the aspects of Dean. Uh, they don't shy away from uh, doing Demon Dean. Um, I think there's been some Mark of Cain. There's some that's a lot darker. There's some that's a lot lighter. 
they've had a bunch of threesomes. I mean, everything that this author has written, I just, I just absolutely love. I think I've got, I think I've got everything bookmarked privately and just, I subscribe to any of their updates. I know they don't write as often anymore and they're playing a little bit of catch up on, I think, releasing some of the things that they may have had on their Patreon, which they no longer have. There's one fiction in particular that just blew me away with how Dean was presented. Uh, I think it's that, it's definitely the one that just is my top favorite of theirs. They've written about, I think it's 125 pieces of fiction for Supernatural. And again, they do have a couple that are Sam-focused, but by and large, uh, the majority of them are Dean, or they do have some Supernatural real-person fiction. But in terms of just Dean, I think if you are a lover of this character, I think you will really appreciate how they present Dean um, in all of his various facets. So the fiction by Incogninja, that is my absolute favorite is called Hide Your Love Away. It is rated explicit. It is male-female. Relationship, of course, is Dean Winchester and you. The summary is most hunters don't kiss and tell, but if you bang a Winchester, you fucking tell. Uh, there's a lot of tags here. Tags always get me on um, AO3. It's actually, I do appreciate them greatly. I've learned how to use tags uh, to look for specific fiction. And I feel like probably, perhaps my fiction doesn't get found because maybe I don't use a ton of tags as I should. I'm pretty much, you know, if it's got smut, I'm going to tell you it's got smut, it's got fluff, it's got angst, if it's a comfort fic. Um, but some of these tags are no, pretty explicit. They let you know what you're what you're in for. There's a little bit of everything for everyone in in this one. Some of the ones that I appreciate in the tags are the jockey is the best sexual position. Um, Dean loves sex. Another tag is he's good at it. Another tag and we should all sing to the heavens about it. Another Dean can have fun and be his intense dark self all at the same time. And I think if you're a Dean lover, that's something that you truly appreciate about the character. So I was just going to read a little bit of it just to get you an idea of what you're in for. It's not a very long fiction at all. It's only about 3,600 words. And it was published back in July of 2018. Like I said, I think this was kind of like the heyday for Incogninja and their fix. They had a good couple year run of really some quality quality stuff okay so here's my astute and well-versed reading of a couple of paragraphs we'll see how it goes 
The hunt is long over. You gang to gin, showered, had some greasy food and a few beers, and you should be in bed, fast asleep. Instead, you're in an old beat-up armchair, knees spread wide astride Dean Winchester's lap, taking his tongue in your mouth and two of his fingers in your More, you moan, your lips dragging over his squared jaw and down his neck, begging him to use his whole f***ing hand to get you off. You want to come, and you're certain he can make you. You just aren't sure how far you want to go to let him. Dean smiles against your temple before brushing his lips across the thin skin and slipping a third finger into your slick and swiping his thumb over your clit. Should get these pants off, he rumbles, pulling your earlobe between his lips. Get my mouth on you. He takes your mouth with his again, and you moan into it. Dean is the most beautiful enigma. He's crass and socially awkward. He's a ruthless and exacting hunter, and he's the most generous lover you could ever imagine. That last part sent you for a loop 15 minutes ago when you climbed into his lap, expecting him to throw you down and fuck the shit out of you fast and hard. Now here he is, taking his time, making you so fucking wet and kissing you senseless of all fucking things. Then what, you whisper, clenching around his thick fingers, digging your nails into his shoulders. He chuckles. Then you come. He says like it's the only possible answer before swallowing your tongue and sliding his lips against yours. He curls his fingers, and you groan. This one, I mean, even though it's not as much, say, dialogue heavy, I still think she does a really good job with the mannerisms of Dean. Like, I just feel like she's watched him a lot, like I have, and she kind of like, and then she uses that to her advantage to explain some of the explicit scenarios, like the whole thing of like, you know, Dean pulled his fingers from your body and he's lifting them into view. He mm-hmm. rolls his head to the side, slips his fingers into his mouth one at a time to the last knuckle, slowly dragging them through the purse of his full wet lips. Like I can see him doing that like when he's eating. And so him yeah. doing that there just seems totally like it's okay. Yeah. He's enjoying himself. You know, it's it's a very carnal experience for him and he's just going at it. Um, yep. Yeah. And then the whole like nuzzling like him nuzzling into your palm. Like, you know, I, I remember seeing him do that, like not often. I think he's only, I've only seen him, I think maybe do it with his mom. He's probably done yeah. it in another scenario, but that image just like, you know, pops into my head of how much he's just enjoying the touch and probably craves it and just doesn't get it enough. Mm-hmm. And I think you see that soft side of him and I just, I, I love, I love how he contrasts like, and I, I mean, I, I just, I don't know, you tell me, cause you're, you're the, you're the Sam, the Sam lover here, but I kind of feel Dean has a higher contrast level of like, you know, back and forth, except when Sam's like, you know, um, Lucifer <laughs> Sam or soulless <laughs> Sam, but like, just like in general, I feel like Dean has a little more, you know, this is, this is what I'm showing you. This is what, this is what you get, you know, kind of behind the scenes more than maybe Sam. I feel mm-hmm. like Sam wears his heart on his sleeve more. Um, yeah. Especially like when he talks and you get that, like when they're talking to people about a case or whatever, like, you know, you get the, you know, the whole Sam puppy dog guys and stuff where, you know, Dean doesn't, Dean shows more of himself kind of being like a little nutty, a little goofy, 
but seems mm-hmm. very like just very empathetic sympathizes yeah. um where i think dean kind of like holds it back a lot and then you don't you don't really know what you're gonna say that's my take on him um, mm-hmm. i think for dean if you look at all the moments in the show where he shows really high levels of emotion he's on his own mm-hmm. um like speci- specifically the moments that come to my mind um the sam's death scene at the end of season two mm-hmm. um you know where he's he's kneeling on the floor holding him up going it's, it's my job to look after my pain in the ass little brother mm-hmm. and he's mm-hmm. crying because mm-hmm. he's on his own because when bobby comes out of the woods it cuts off mm-hmm. yeah and then again with the the ackles the ackles famous one tear yeah yeah he's on his own there mm-hmm. and then taking it right through to sort of the end of the show um when he calls out for Cass in purgatory mm-hmm. is it in purgatory or is it in is it in the bad place is it in the the au i can't i can't remember it's it's in one of those places and he's on his own and he calls out for Cass and tells him that you know he loves him and he forgives him. Oh yeah, no, that's that's in purgatory. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. leaning on the trees and he's yep. crying. Mm-hmm. And probably again, a, an Ackles perfect one tear. Yeah, yeah, man is. <laughs> but that's that's what I always I always think of. You know, Dean he keeps himself very closed in, mm-hmm. and when you see him having high emotion he's on his own mm-hmm. whereas you think of high emotion moments for sam they're with dean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so again the early seasons with the the demon blood and stuff he breaks down with his brother mm-hmm. and dean doesn't yeah so i definitely think um ninja's got you know that kind of that right where just that little bit is just what that tiny bit is what he gives mm-hmm. where it, and he keeps the rest of it in yeah and you I always wonder if it's like an out, like, I mean, I, I know sex is, you know, outlet for many, but I, I wonder like if this is where he can, you know, let it out a little bit more, you know, because it's so all mm-hmm. the things happening in his, Lord. is that the cat again? No, that was me that time. <laughs> I moved my hand and you're getting, the mic. You're getting a little verklempt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, I think as well though, that, you know, the whole nuzzling, nuzzling in mm. you, I've, only seen that with his mom like you said but if you if you watch when the brothers hug because they only Mm -hmm. hug after something serious has happened yeah yeah. he does the same thing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's not quite it's not quite like a nuzzle into a hand but he does the same thing like he closes his eyes and you can just see Mm -hmm. the peace on his face just for a couple of seconds before he like pulls himself back together yeah let's 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 get back to get back to business yeah that kind of yeah so I think that's a really a really good sort of comment on Dean Mm -hmm. you know as as a person as a character what kind of stuff he does and how he presents himself and I I mean honestly if I really have to like say like I don't think I I think reading fan fiction like this is really what made me love Dean like even more like, I mean, I, I found him attractive and all that and like, you know, get into all that stuff. But I think having someone, you know, dig into him a little bit more and break, break him down a little bit more is kind of what like made me realize all the layers, you know, that he doesn't want to, doesn't want to show, you know, like, I mean, most guys are that way, but um, especially in how he was brought up and, and all of that, mm-hmm. like these, these moments for him, I think he probably 
like, you know, like Hydra Live Away is a really good title, you know, for probably just yeah. in general, you know, as to how he he manages um, his emotions and his relationships and how he how he cares. Because um, when he does care about somebody, you'll just you immediately feel it. Um, you know, you you get that, but still, it can still be really kind of kind of guarded, or it takes time. You know, and I think that's mm-hmm. why I, I think that's why I relate to him a lot too, because I know he's very, very reserved and like, well, you know, you've got to almost prove to me, you know, that you deserve to be, you know, in my circle, kind of thing. Like, if I'm going to call you family. You need to yeah. earn it, you know, kind of thing. Um, yeah, but I, I think, think, yeah, go ahead. I think, I think his sort of his upbringing probably, um, you know, fed into that from from like a romantic sort of point of view. You mm-hmm. know, he's very love him and leave him mm-hmm. kind of thing. Just because that was that was how it was, wasn't it? You know, he could mm-hmm. he could get a girlfriend and then his dad could pop up and be like, right, we're off. Yeah, yeah, and you know, so I think. I think he's just very used to not sharing that side of himself with mm-hmm. anybody. Mm-hmm. And then especially after Cassie. Yeah. And then the whole Lisa thing as well. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a really, you know, again, a really good sort of character study to pay attention to those, those little, little bits that he, he would give, a, you know, a, a romantic partner, just that little bit that he can give you because mm-hmm. he doesn't feel safe yeah. to give you any more. Yeah. Whereas, like you say, Sam, Sam yeah. will give you the give you the whole cow, give you the whole barn, and rip himself into shreds after after yeah, you leave. But I, but I think Sam is pretty. I mean, Sam is very tentative too. I think after how many times he's been, and I don't want to use the word burned, but like how many times he's been burned, you know, with um, relationships and what he's, you know, what he's gone through with Jessica and. Um, after so the many werewolf, of Madison, the you know yep. the the demon Ruby, and um, you know like and and then I I know it kind of took him a while towards the end with Eileen, but still there was, I think he was just willing to try. I think a little bit more maybe you mm-hmm. know than than Dean would, um, especially with what was her name that some people still think was a dream, Amelia from season from season from the best hair. season 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 eight yeah amelia right the yeah that was amelia yeah um Mm -hmm. so it's you know i I just think he's willing to he's willing to try and like yeah but still be guarded so yeah they're 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 very interesting boys i i just i just love thinking about yeah and how they how they handle stuff but the other thing that i highlighted was that you know the reader was combing fingers through his hair yeah, and massaging yay. his scalp because uh, I figured you would like, all like over the place. <laughs> but no, I mean, I yeah, I just Love. I I like how the story kind of it it's very explicit. He's taking care of the reader, and then it's like her talking about it, you know, to her other hunter friends after, but kind of still holding some things back, but giving them just enough to be irritated and of course of course he's a good lover of course he's good at that too yeah why wouldn't he? he's good at everything else so yeah. it's just I just I just thought I, again it was one of the I think one of the first ones I ever read by Ninja and then I just started like oh what else has she done oh wow oh I love this one um like rules are rules are rules are another one that I really love that one's a mark of Kane one um mm. that one he's just like 
needs to get things out of his system and she's along for the ride with it that one's really good and the, she does some really great um uh threesomes with the boys that i like also um but yeah i mean maybe at some point you know i'll pull a couple more of those up and we can mm-hmm. talk about those but you know i i definitely think if you if you love dean i think you i think you're gonna love like anything you read by her even the even the dark stuff because she does have some dark things um she does some purgatory i think stuff um with dean and she definitely does demon dean one that's really really dark um with him and uh yeah and then there's a there's a threesome with ruby where sam is just watching and it's dean with another female and ruby that's My very dude. short but very out there you know but very like yeah yeah so God, that's that's so sam no no it's fine oh, just stay here my dude please well, no not just that but like telling dean like what what she likes so that kind of thing like being like you know watching and being very attuned to what's going on and enjoying it from from there too you know that, that kind mm. of thing so i'm getting yeah. i'm getting um not unless sam says vibes from that actually yeah i would have to pull that up you've you've probably you've probably heard of it or you've probably read it that's like quite a heavy heavy dom mm-hmm. sam mm-hmm. thick mm-hmm. and that's kind of kind of the the sort of theme running through it that the reader's not allowed to do anything mm, mm-hmm. like sexually not like in life right right right. unless he says so and he uh sort of puts her in a position where she has to to you know have have sex with dean while he watches and stuff like that and instructs and so there's one like that that she's written but it's not quite as it doesn't have that as dark of a vibe it's i think it's called the kind of girl you like and it's actually where like the uh, Sam and the reader, or I, I think it's actually a original character, original female character. So it's not written in you. Um, mm-hmm. It's written in third person. And she, um, they've both had a discussion beforehand that, you know, they, she's, you know, she's thought about Dean and he's kind of into that idea and he watches for a bit and they, you know, they get into it a little bit, but that one's actually not as bad, but there's, and there's actually like Sam starts to question himself a little bit in the relationship you know and like oh I she doesn't respond in this way like she responds to Dean but then you know they have a discussion after and how like you know it's it's balanced it's you know Dean's maybe more on the playful side where Sam's more on the you know this is what I I, I really want you to do this is what I like and kind of mm-hmm. that thing so that one's it's interesting and it's interesting how different authors will pull different aspects and vibes and you know play off of that so i like that one too that one's a good one yeah i will i will i will bring not unless sam says um, okay which is it's by the author's name is spectacular sammy but i think there's an extra bit in that if you search up not unless sam says on on ao3 it does come up um but we'll definitely do a a thick recommendation on that because i got feelings about that okay all right i definitely have to do that one do got feelings about that because it's it's really it's really interesting the dynamic that the three of them have mm-hmm. um and watching me to go from like you know heavy sub for sam to kind of like almost talking dean through some of the things that they do mm, okay um yeah i will i will bring that through because okay. that one's that was a good one okay. i like that one all right um but yeah i mean those are kind of like 
that was just kind of like my main, like more thoughts on Hydra Love Away that I just, you know, I thought were, mm -hmm. were interesting to mention. Carly's recommendation for today comes from an author by the name of Rosie Cheeks. They have written four supernatural fics, and all of their fics focus on Wincest. The title of the fic is called Not So One-Sided. It's rated explicit. Uh, no archive warnings apply. Categories male-male. Relationship Dean Winchester slash Sam Winchester. Tags for the fic include Incest Kink, Stanford Era Supernatural, Referenced Alcohol Consumption, Phone Sex, Dirty Talk, Masturbation. And the summary for Not So One-Sided, for the SPN Masquerade Prompt. Dean calls Sam when he's drunk just to hear his brother's voice. Sam knows what's going on, so he just talks to the silence. One night, Things take a turn when Sam is also drunk and starts to confess how he misses his brother, how he really feels about him, and phone sex ensues. Even one-sided from Sam only, but you know Dean is jacking off as he listens to Sam's dirty voice. And the notes from Rosie Cheeks include, I love this prompt so much. Mostly this is pure filth, but I snuck a couple feelings in there because it just wouldn't be me writing porn without them part I'm going to be reading is actually towards, I don't know, maybe a page or two in. Um, and this was actually the part that Carly recommended that I read. So here we go. He couldn't keep himself from imagining what Dean might look like right then. Long, perfect body stretched out on some motel bed somewhere, phone pressed to his ear, listening to Sam's voice. But maybe this time of night, he was probably down to just a t-shirt and jeans no belt, feet bare. Maybe it's good that you aren't, cause I... Sam's eyes moved down the length of the image in his head, while his hand moved down his own torso, palm pressed to his ribs, his abs, his stomach. He brushed his fingers lightly through the trail of hair on his belly, then followed it just beneath the waistband of his jeans. I think I might be making bad choices tonight. He slipped his hand under the edge of his boxers, teasing the sensitive skin there with the very tips of his fingers, wishing they were thicker, calloused, Dean's. And maybe if you were here... He pulled his fingers out and let them trip slowly over his belt, the button of his jeans. I might make these bad choices with you instead. His fingers crept lower, and he gasped softly, unable to hold it back as they brushed lightly over his clothes. He was so much harder than he'd realized, straining up against the zipper, but maybe that'd be okay, he breathed, just barely pressing down with his fingertips. Maybe I wanted to make choices like this. He pressed harder, full fingers, then palm, until he had his whole hand molded to his length for a long fucking time. Absolutely not. So I'm 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 feeling this one. Not so, <laughs> not so one-sided is a um 
it, it is a Wincest fic, but no actual touching happens because it's over the phone. Um, so I suppose if you're like kind of squinty-eyed at Wincest, you could read it um, and be assured that no, no brother touches brother <laughs> in the fic. Um, but yeah, sort of the kind of basis on this one is, you know, just like Dean uh, calls Sam when he's drunk just to listen to Sam talk. And he de- he doesn't he never says anything on the phone. Sam knows it's Dean and just you know kind of chats away and and tells him about his day and stuff. Um, but this this particular time, Dean's called and Sam's also drunk, okay. and things things take a you know a little bit of a, a little bit of a turn there. Um, and I'll be I keep I keep coming back to this fic. Um, you know sometimes when you just want to read something that's familiar, something that's comforting. Mm-hmm. I keep coming back to this one because it's, you know, it's not, it's not all about the the sex in this one. Mm-hmm. There's a real depth of feeling. It's it's sort of set. Sam's Sam's at Stanford, and um, obviously Dean's off doing whatever it was he did when he was with John. And it sort of it starts off with you know like I just miss you. Mm-hmm. And it's you know there's like this depth of feeling there that it's it's Sam just kind of drunk Sam just I miss you I miss hanging out with you I miss having a beer um and, and it sort of it touches on that kind of uh I guess wrongness imposter syndrome that Sam really struggled with in the first few seasons mm-hmm. you know so he's kind of like I'm I miss being able to talk to someone who understands me. You know, I I have to hide so much of myself with my friends here. They don't know what's they don't know what's out there, but they don't also know the real me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it put it pulls a lot from the show. It's you know really quite calm and compliant, and it just it gives you this real like depth of feeling that you could you could cut it off before any of the smut happened, and it's mm-hmm. still stands on its own as a really nice fic to read of just the depth of feeling they have for each other Mm -hmm. completely platonic and it's just it's just nice Mm -hmm. and I I like that because I like things where Sam feels seen you know I I like I like to read things that explore that kind of him because it was you know it was talked about a lot in the show of a lot of his issues around that but you never really saw him kind of dealing with any of them you know you, you never saw him kind of talking to anybody about anything I mean we all know the Winchesters need therapy forever yeah and ever and ever yeah. but you never even saw him talk to anybody about any of his feelings outside of Dean mm-hmm. and I so it's just one of those like unexplored little little things that I like to you know kind of just see see what other people think yeah would be going on um I think with them too like you said there's that connection so he's he's got to have that connection with another person and experience the one thing I can remember is that there's um I think it was season 13 but maybe it was season 12 um and I think it's when like the whole Rowena like they are in the car and it's her and Sam and they're talking about mm. Lucifer Mm-hmm. And I think that's when you really sort of get, um, you know, Sam discussing it with someone. Because as far as I'm 
can surmise, even though the boys talk about a lot of things, sometimes they don't talk about much. And I don't think there was a lot of discussion about, you know, how he was treated, abused by Lucifer. Um, and so having that connection with Rowena, mm-hmm. um, being able to talk about it to someone who maybe still didn't experience the depth of depravity was still like, you know, she was, I don't know, burned, killed countless times, I feel like by, by Lucifer and has that PTSD, that, you know, that feeling, that fear that I think she can relate to um, mm-hmm. with. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely think, see, I think just jumping off from this thing, I think Sam and Rowena really could have gone somewhere in the show. Mm-hmm. And I was really surprised that they didn't, mm-hmm. you know, even just because, I mean, we all know that romantic, romantic partners don't it wouldn't stay have alive. Yeah, they wouldn't have been able to keep her that long. So I think they had to really ride that line of almost like she was like teaching him, but nothing mm. else occurring. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I agree. I think that they, because there's even that little bit almost like I think when they're when she's like the queen of hell and they come they come down I can't remember for what in season 15 and she's like you know Sam be a deer get me you know such and such she's like oh yeah yeah I'll you know, let me, yeah. Let me, let me go get that for you and I feel like there's you know, there's either like a maternal aspect to it or there but there could have been I feel like there could have been something else you know too with them a little bit more explored I think, I think yeah. at least on a just the the way that I think they grew to respect each other that I don't think Dean never really I mean Dean I think appreciated Rowena but I don't know I don't know if respect is you know just because of the whole witch thing I think he still was having yeah. issues with that and and all that but I feel that yeah there was a lot there that they could have really done done more with with just that yeah. relationship in general because I really feel like he I mean yeah, but there's that connection. You know, you have to have that shared experience. And I don't think that the boys, you know, even though they did talk about some things, they just wouldn't talk about everything to each other. Mm-hmm. And they were isolated so much growing up for so I mean, I can't even like just listening, you know, understanding the way they were brought up for so long. I mean, and yeah, I'm wanting to go out of that, but yet that's still not feeling comfortable there either you know and not really comfortable you know totally with his dad and Dean like I think with Dean comfort immediately but not when the dad was in in play Mm -hmm. you know I just didn't get that that yeah feeling um and I mean there's there's some life lessons that you know try as you might you can't you can't unlearn you can't mm -hmm. you know just like a gut reaction kind of thing and I think Dean Dean held on to that you know that kind of gut reaction of no no -hmm. strangers no outsiders Mm -hmm. apart from that weird thing that he had with Gordon which was uh, that was weird (laughs) that was weird that was just like I don't know maybe that's the outlier that proves the rule yeah maybe he was like yeah no this will be fine and then it really wasn't fine and so he doubled down on everything he was like no no outsiders no outsiders um so yeah that's kind of sort of where this fit goes that you know that they're all that they've had and no one no one will understand them like Mm -hmm. like they do Mm -hmm. 
And I mean, after 15 seasons, we could sit here and we could discuss Destiel until the cows come home. Mm-hmm. But I think if you're going to squint and look for a romantic relationship in that show, um, you'd probably find Wincess before you'd find Destiel. Mm. You know, if, mm-hmm. if you were if you were really going to look for something, mm-hmm. they're so enmeshed and they're so codependent. Yeah, codependent. It's definitely, that's definitely the thing. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and it's just they're all each other has mm-hmm. you know and they both not struck out with women but it's not gone well has it you know no. everyone everyone sam bones dies mm-hmm. literally everybody and dean just doesn't stay doesn't stick yeah. around yeah dean just doesn't it, it is it is my head canon that i know that rowena and gabriel had that little that little tryst in the bookshelves but it is definitely my head canon that rowena and sam were sneaking off somewhere without dean knowing mm. absolutely yeah. yeah but yeah if you if you were going to look for you know a, a queer relationship in that show mm-hmm. if you if you felt like you really had to you you had to find some kind of representation mm-hmm. I, I definitely feel like you'd find wincest before you'd find destiel mm-hmm. personally Mm-hmm. I, know, I know Cass has been around since season season four, mm-hmm. but I just... But there's a lot more. There's just, yeah, the, the history yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah, and then obviously that's kind of kind of where this fit goes. And it goes it goes the way you find a lot of uh, Wincest fics going, which is, oh, I've wanted this for so long, you mm-hmm. know, kind of... Some of them allude to the feelings being just present before Stanford. Some of them really hammer home that it's it's been forever, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, you know, it it toes the line quite nicely. Um, and then you know we descend into some really explicit smut, which is fabulous. That's what we're all here for. Yeah. And then the ending is it's it ends so supernaturally it's perfect it could be the ending of an episode okay because it just it just leaves it open okay. it just leaves it open so the deeds the deeds are done everybody's taking a breath mm-hmm. um and sam is like no no dean don't go don't hang up please don't hang up you don't have to talk just don't hang up um just stay with me until i fall asleep mm. um and sam goes you know yeah okay Uh, Dean's like yeah okay until you fall asleep okay and then it's like calls back to the sort of the brief glimpses you used to get from them children and you know maybe maybe Sam's just crawled into Dean's bed and gone I just want to cuddle till I fall asleep Mm -hmm. and then it ends and you don't know does Dean never call again Mm. does he show up at Stanford in a few days Mm -hmm. does he call again and they never discuss it you know it's it's so supernatural in that kind of open-ended this could be a happy ending but it's probably not gonna be you know it could be nice maybe dean's gonna show up at stanford in the next couple of days Mm -hmm. and they're gonna have a big chat they're gonna Mm -hmm. talk about some stuff you know maybe maybe dean's gonna come and get him whatever dean's gonna appear Mm -hmm. but you know the more likely thing is that he's probably just not gonna call again or if he does they're not going to mention it and it's just going to be another another thing thing that they don't talk about yeah yeah no i'm looking forward to reading it that's yeah you've sold me on it so i'm definitely going to read it and take it take it it is 
it's really really well written smut is gold star absolutely on point because <laughs> that's that's always that's always a key thing isn't it you know some people are really amazing writers but we all have areas that we struggle in mm-hmm. so you you know sometimes you're reading a fic and you'd be like oh my god i'm really into this and then the smut starts and you're like and i just need to scroll past that a little bit and get back yeah, to the story it's, because it's it's it is it's difficult it's difficult to do and i think i i mean we've talked about this like it's hard it's you don't want to be clinical but yeah you know, then it's like but you want to give people an idea of what's happening <laughs> so it's like yeah you know he put his here he put this here he did that there he this is what's going on and so yeah it's it's how do you how do you make it I think that's why trying to use the bring up feelings and senses usually I think are what work or just like a couple pictures you Mm -hmm. know what's going on um yeah because some of them can go because I always feel like I'm building up building up building up and I'm like oh this is going to be great and then it's like so it's maybe only like a few paragraphs of yeah. like, you know, of what I've been like thinking about. Cause then I'm like, oh, what do I do? So yeah, I, I definitely get it. You either have to, you, mm-hmm. you can, you can do, some people can do one really well, others, and then you can just kind of like be middle of the line and kind of hope that you, you get the point across and you, you give some, you give the readers yeah. like what they were expecting. I guess why it's hard too, like when you you know when I label something explicit I'm like well they're going to be expecting something you know mm. really explicit and I don't know if it's always going to be that way but whatever yeah that's that's a whole other discussion about great graphics yeah. and stuff but yeah you know, absolutely I tend to I tend to go the same way as you and try and describe give it like a a sense mm-hmm. description more than a because you can't like you know, if you describe the act, it's clinical. There's nothing, mm-hmm. you can't make it unclinical, really. Mm-hmm. This went in there and that happened and then that happened. You know, but I think if you can, if you can give it more of like a a sensory feel and, you know, like if you're writing from a reader perspective, you know, what they can feel and what they can hear and what's touching them and what they're touching and things like that, that mm-hmm. kind of gives it that little misty-eyed yeah. romance novel kind of thing. yeah without getting too purple prosy yeah which yeah. You know, I try not to do but it, it does happen sometimes and there's yeah, I don't know like I know for me like the dialogue and stuff like that is kind of big too but it's like you want to make sure it sounds authentic kind of deal mm-hmm. too so when you're in the middle of it like depending is it Sola Sam is it Demon Dean is it you know whatever yeah. version of it you want to make sure it still kind of rings rings true for for that character so yeah, mm-hmm. no, I'm 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 in for this one. I'm definitely gonna gonna yeah. read that and give you my thoughts. Yeah, on yeah. That one. it's great. It's a good thing. If you're interested in reaching out, finding out more about us. Um, or learning more about what we plan on doing with the podcast, um, you can email us at idlinginthimpala at gmail.com. We also have a Twitter account. Our Twitter handle is idling in the letter D, Impala. And then in terms of reaching out to me, I have some works on AO3. My username is Drasna. On Twitter, you can find me at S Kyle K Y L E. 
rites, W-R-I-T-E-S, not rites like a ceremony. And also my website for some of my original fiction is at sandrakyle.com. I keep a solid theme. I'm all in one place. I usually have the same profile picture on all the places as well. So if you want to find me on AO3, read anything I've done, you can find me at Carly Karma. However you think that's spelled, I guarantee you it's not. So that's uh, K for Kilo, A for Alpha, R for Romeo, L for Lima, E for Echo, E for Echo, and then Karma as you would spell it normally. See, I told you it wasn't how you <laughs> thought it was. And I'm exactly the same on Twitter, Carly Karma. Uh, it's the same profile picture for both sites as well, just in case you think, hey, I wonder if I found two people with a weird name. It's not. If it's the same profile picture, it's me. So that's where I'm at. So messages on Twitter, send us an email. You want to reach out to either of us personally, that's where you can find us. Yeah, and we look forward to catching up with you again soon. Thank you. Thanks for listening, guys. Oh. What? I just got a text from Dean. It just says car now. Oh no. Busted. Yeah, we got to get baby back in the garage before Dean has a panic attack again. I can't cope with another. Somebody stole my car. Well, thanks for coming along for the ride. It was great catching up and hopefully we can sneak out again soon and not cause Dean to have major palpitations in the process. Yeah, ideally not. You know how he gets. It was really great catching up, though. We hope to see you again soon. Bye. Bye.